Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidis, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Starting a new mimer on page Pei Aleph 81. With the help of heaven, uh, the Shab is of the Parsha of Boy, uh, the year 5668. Hashem said to Moshe, Come to Pare. Because I have hardened his heart in order that I should be able to put my, my signs, my miracles, these miracles of mine. Among Bikirboy in him in, amongst his people, the the Egyptians. So I have hardened his heart in order to in order that I should be able to show him all my miracles of the ten plagues, etc. So it's it implies from what it says, for I have hardened his heart. When it says because I have hardened his heart, it's a giving a reason. Al of what it says beforehand, right before that, boil pare. So the reason for you should come to pare is because I have hardened his heart. That's what it seems to be saying. Seemingly, it's not understood. What is the what's the reasoning that be, um, that you should um, that you should come to pare because I have hardened his heart. Seemingly, this is only a reason, and this is only a reason for the fact that uh, Hashem didn't take out the Jewish people after the miracles and the signs uh, that He saw, and and after the plagues which He which He smit the Egyptians with. Um, he hardened. He hardened his heart. He hardened Pharaoh's heart. because I hardened his heart. But for the idea of you should come to Pare, it doesn't seem to be a a reason for that. You should come to Pare because I have hardened his heart, because I have made him stubborn and not let you not let you go. Similarly, no, it's the the reason is um, for what it says afterwards that why didn't Hashem take out the Jewish people after he already showed them uh, Pharaoh after he already showed them some miracles. Um, of the of the blood of the water turning into blood and the snake and the the staff turning into a snake. Why didn't he let them go right then after these miracles? Because I have hardened his heart. Because I have hardened his heart, and I want to show him more miracles. I want to show him all the full potential of my of my miracles. But just because it doesn't seem to be saying that you should come to Pari. Why? Because I have hardened his heart. What's the connection? I also have to understand what it says in order that I should place my miracles, these miracles of mine, in him. The the word these miracles, these seems seems to be extra. It should just say, in order that I should place my miracles 
in him, amongst him. Mao Ela, what is the what's the meaning of the word these over here? In the Zayar, Parshas Bay, page 34, the first side, it asked the question, It should have said, Go to Pare. Mahu Boy, what does it say, Come to Pare? Ella, the oil lay, Kuchibrihu, Idrin Bosser, Idrin the Gabit, and Nidachada Takifa. Rather, the meaning is that Hashem, the oil lay, Kuchibrihu, that Hashem had brought. Hashem brought Moshe uh, chambers after chambers, chambers within chambers to the Tanida Chada, to the one serpent, the great, the strong, uh, the, the one strong serpent. Um, so the Zayar asked, why does it say you should not, why didn't it say you should go to Pari, and it says you should come to Pari. And usually the, an- the answer is because, because Hashem is saying, I'm also, I'm there already, come with me. And that's what it's saying. Hashem is saying, to Moshe, come with me. I will take you chamber after chamber. Chamber, come, and I'll take you up to the to these high levels of the Tanina Chada Takifa. So it's Hashem saying, come, because He's saying in the spiritual sense, come to me. Not just go to the physical party, but when you're going to the physical party, actually, I'm uplifting you to the spiritual source of party. So He's saying, Hashem, I am the spiritual source. I am the spiritual God. Come with me. I'm going to take you up to the spiritual source of Pari, who is the great one, the one great serpent. The Mikdash Melech in the commentary on the Zayar explains in the name of Rav Chaim Vital, this one great serpent refers to the level of Arich Ampin, which is the external level of Keser, of the, of the realm of Klippa, of the unholy. So in order to understand all these different questions we just asked about the verse, because of hardened his heart, what's the connection between those two things, and why does it say these miracles of mine, and what's the explanation of the Zoyar that that Mikdash uh, Melech says it's referring to Hashem bringing Moshe up to Arich Ampin, the external level of Kesser, how it is in Klippa. In order to understand all that, we, have to, we have first have to preface what it says in the Medrash Rabbah on the Kehelis Ecclesiastes, Perak Zion, chapter 7. I'll pause on the verse, A good name is better than good oil. So what does it say on this verse? Found, we have found in Scripture that Hashem has traveled um, the distance of 500 years in order to acquire for himself a name. Like it says in the verse, uh, that Hashem has gone, has traveled to to redeem for himself a people, a nation, and to make for himself a name. So we see that this verse says that Hashem traveled, so to say, in order to redeem the Jewish people and to make for himself a name. V'cheinem, another verse implies this, that Hashem travels to make, in order to inquire for himself a name. It says that uh, uh, that Hashem has placed miracles and wonders against Pare with the ten plagues and the splitting of the sea. And you have made for yourself a name till this very day. So we see that Hashem also is traveling in order to, so to say, traveling in order to inquire for himself, to make for himself a name. We have to understand, what does it mean that Hashem is acquiring for himself a name? What is this idea that Hashem needs to acquire for himself a name? Um, what it says in the Medrash, that Hashem had to travel the distance of 500 years, this doesn't have any understanding at all. 
the first or previous question that he went to acquire himself a name could kind of be understood that Hashem wanted to make these miracles in order to, so to say, make a famous name for himself. Everyone should know, oh, this is the God, the famous God that did all these miracles in order to, to acquire the Jewish nation. But even that doesn't make any sense. Why does Hashem need to make a name for himself? And obviously, uh, this is only like a human thing that a person wants to give himself some fame. Obviously, Hashem doesn't need that. But here, this question over here of what does it mean that God traveled the distance of 500 years this doesn't have any understanding at all. Hashem, it says in the verse, the whole earth is filled of His glory, and in the heavens of the earth, I fill the heavens of the earth. Um, so how can you say that Hashem had to travel a certain distance of 500 years in order to uh, acquire for Himself a name? Obviously, He doesn't need to travel to be anywhere. He is He is everywhere. Ah, if you want to say that actually this specific calculation of 500 years is calculating from the distance from his, the throne of glory of Hashem to come down from the throne of glory, which is a certain level of godliness, to travel from that level down to this physical world, it takes 500 spiritual years, so to say. If you want to say that's the answer, but in the Gemara in Chagiga, page thirteen, the first side, it's it, it counts many times five hundred years. This distance of five hundred years, like we're going to say right now, we're going to quote from the Gemara: from the earth to the first firmament, there is a distance of five hundred years. The the the, the um, thickness of each firmament is also there's many different there's seven different firmaments in the spiritual realms so the thickness of each firmament is another distance of 500 500 years and between each firmament of the seven firmaments is 500 years the and then above the firmaments are the the feet so to say of the highest of the angels which are their 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 so to say um Length or their distance is is equal to all the distance of all we just we just counted of all the different firmaments and the thickness of the firmaments, karsulia chayes kulu kulam and even the ankles of these spirit of the spiritual angels and the chayes kedesh are equal to all these previous distances shreikia chayes kulu kulam and the thighs of the angels are also equal to what we just said lemaila mehem kisakavi kulu and above them all is the Hashem's throne of glory. So why does it say here the distance of 500 years? You can't say that it's referring to from the Shem's throne of glory down to this world because in order from that to go from that to there, there's a distance of way more than 500, um, 500 years. Like we just saw, that the, each, each firmament is 500 years and the thickness of each firmament is 500 years and you have to go through all that. So it can't be referring to the distance from the throne of glory down to this, um, down to this world. So what does it mean then that Hashem had to travel a distance of 500 years in order to acquire for himself a name? Obviously, if his presence fills everywhere, and he can't even be referring to a lower level that to come from the throne of glory, which is a certain level of godliness down to this physical world, also is not as a distance of 500 years. So in order to understand all this, first we have to understand the, the general idea of a name. So the idea of a name is similar to the idea of light. Like it explains in the explanation on the Mimer of Shabsaisai. In Lakutitaida, the Mashana Mabaloshana Mikra Baloshana Madrash Shay Mariza Nikra Baloshana Kuzera eat. That which is called in the in the verses in the Torah. In the Tanakh and in the Medrash, whatever it's whenever it says the word shame name, 
in the Torah in the Medrash he's a nikkur b'lashon azir. That's called in the zayar air light. So we see that that light and a name are synonymous. Like it says in the Pirke de Rabbi Eliezer, Ad, the next page, Before the world was created, there was only him and his name alone. Only Hashem and his name. So it means him, God himself, and his name and his and his light. That's what we're just saying. Until and that whenever it says in the Medrash, it refers to light. Also, Balashan Azir, Mekisarizal, who inyan eidin safe and and the language of the Zayar and writings of the Rizal, this would refer to this light refers to the eidin safe, the infinite energy of Hashem. So before the world was created, there was Hashem in His essence, and His infinite energy was subsumed in that essence. So seemingly, however, how can we say that the light? The godly energy and the name are synonymous. Seemingly, light is a lot uh, higher than the idea of a name. Because light is a revelation which is which is recognizable and revealed to everybody. And as opposed to a name, which is a state of concealment. Just like a name of a person, which is not recognizable to to uh, the uh, to another person at all, even to the even to a, uh, oneself, uh, a person's name is not revealed, is not recognizable. The name that a person has is not something that you see. Um, it's not something that you even you yourself see. You don't see your name. Even though that through the giving of the name, when the, when the baby is born, that's how the um, the a certain type of energy of the soul is drawn down. The energy of the soul, which is felt, is drawn down to the person. It becomes more felt in the person, more revealed in the person. So the name is what causes that revelation of the um, soul energy into the person. But nevertheless, the fact that this drawing down of that energy comes through the name, that is not felt to the person. The name is is um, causing that this this um, soul energy, this soul life force vitality, should, which is should be felt within the within the baby within the person. But the fact that it's happening through the name is not felt to the person. You don't feel that all of a sudden that the name I'm giving the the name is what's causing this to happen. And even before you call the person by by his name, you give the person his Jewish name, he has a certain vitality within him from his soul. So you don't feel that there's not such a huge difference, just causing a certain level of that vitality to become revealed and felt within the person. It's for, it's, it's, this is for sure that through the calling of the Jewish name uh, to the baby, there, um, a, a certain vitality from the soul is drawn down into a revealed state, and in more a, a more of an inner, an inner way, it's more felt within the within the person. That is for sure that the name is the giving of the name is causing that. And we can even say that through giving the name, you're even drawing down a higher level of that uh, soul energy with, into the person. And this is also what is implied from what is written in the Shulchan Aruch, the Code of Jewish Law, the laws of Bris Mila, circumcision, the Tinek Shemes, 
a child, a infant who passes away, you have to still call him a name. In order that from heaven they should have mercy on him, and that he should be revived in, in the Tchias Amesim, in the resurrection of the dead after Mashiach comes. And so we see it from this, uh, this what it says in Shulchan Aruch. You should still give the infant that passes away. You should still give him a name, so in order that you should be have mercy on him from heaven, being that through calling the name, that from heaven they'll have mercy on him. Move in It's understood that through calling the name to the person, that's drawn down a lot higher level, a lot higher level of 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 vitality from the from the soul. And that's why, just by calling. The baby by this name, it draws down the the potential that from heaven they should have mercy on him. Nevertheless, this is not recognizable, not felt at all. This extra level of divine energy, the extra level of soul energy, which is drawn down to the person, and for sure you don't feel that the name, giving the name, the name is what causes this um, this flow of new vitality from the soul. I'll stop there. About 10 lines on the top of Pebe's. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chsidis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chsidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur explanation on a Mimer from Terder Lukute Torah almost every week and there you'll also find an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim and also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter a partner in this uh, for this podcast please consider doing that it will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better and you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.